the WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. February 28, 2010, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. You've tuned the WIA National News. The centenary date of the formation of our organisation is only days away and there are celebrations this weekend with the annual VK2 Central Coast Field Day at Wyong. Next Sunday, members of the VK2 WI News team will be presenting this VK1 WIA National News Bulletin. Then, on Thursday the 11th, there's to be a gathering at the old Hotel Australia site in the Sydney CBD, which was where the first meeting of the WIA was held. Sunday the 14th, Amateur Radio New South Wales will be opening its new building at the VK2WI site at Dural. There'll be further details in next week's bulletin. And speaking of details, Michael Owen, WIA President, will be along shortly with news on the management of our WIA. And the WIA's special call sign roster is now full. Many of the participating clubs have advised that the call sign will be used at public events, in shopping areas, parks, scout halls, schools, museums and historical sites. Others will be using their club station to try and make as many on-air contacts as possible. It will be put on air from more than 50 locations right around the nation, in all states, the Northern Territory and the Australian Capital Territory. In VK3, the Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club will be re-enacting the reception in 1921 of the very first direct press message sent from Britain to Australia. The West Australian VHF Group will be operating at Wireless Hill Museum. The Geelong Radio and Electronic Society are setting up the Geelong Maritime Museum, while the Radio Old Timers Club will be at the Moorabbin District Radio Club Museum. The Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group event is also to celebrate the fifth anniversary of licence restructure, which saw the introduction of the Foundation licence. In VK6, both Wyson and the West Australian Repeater Group will be operating at the Royal Perth Show. All in all, the WIA Centenary Committee believes there's a great mix of activities planned. Details will appear on this WIA national broadcast each week during May right through to October. Of course, you can check them out right now on the WIA website. Each year, the WIA hosts its WIA AGM Weekend of Activities, a special weekend event aimed at providing a range of special activities that are of particular interest to we radio amateurs. This year's event is dedicated to celebrating the centenary of organised amateur radio in Australia. This not-to-be-missed weekend commences Friday evening, May 28, and runs through to the afternoon of Sunday the 30th. There'll be a range of special activities for members and partners in addition to the WIA, AGM and Open Forum meetings. Activities will include a series of highly informative historical presentations on the early days of radio. The VK100 WIA special event station calling CQ from the weekend venue. A centenary dinner with local and international dignitaries. And a planned ARIS contact with International Space Station. The AGM Weekend of Activities will conclude Sunday the 30th with a live outside broadcast of this VK1 WIA National News, a public display of amateur radio and a special barbecue in the local park sponsored by Yesu. I'll be delivering a short talk, Radio, Always Has Been, Always Will Be, The Cat's Whisker. 
Now, what I desperately need and need now is a short history on each of the old divisional news broadcasts. Now, I just need the absolute highlights and dates for all the divisions. Now, I'm just looking at three minutes maximum for this one-off little speech, but I figure that the info should be preserved anyhow, and I aim to use lots of what you send me in future rewind segments in these broadcasts. So do it now. Send details of your old national divisional news broadcasts to nationalnews at wia.org.au. This is Michael Owen, VK3KI. On many occasions, I have made the point that if the WIA was to continue to grow in a way that would continue to attract new members, it had to reduce its reliance on volunteers for the provision of an administrative core which provides many of the services it offers to members and supports those offering other services. While we now have the security of a contract with ACMA for the WIA to manage the examinations, the issue of certificates of proficiency and the management of call signs means that the WIA office has to devote a significant part of its present resources to those tasks. The board met in Melbourne over the weekend of the 20th and 21st of February. Much of the time was spent considering the financial position and the provision of services for our members and the future. The board resolved to appoint a manager. The board believes that the current office workload justifies additional staff. A manager will provide continuity and our ability to provide services to members will be enhanced. Finding the right candidate was not hard. As it happens, for some months the WIA had been employing someone on a part-time basis to provide assistance in the office, as without that help we were going to continue falling behind on tasks that really matter, such as processing credit cards, banking, processing book orders and membership. That person was Mal Brooks. Because he had been working with us, we knew him. Equally important, Mal knows us and believes he can contribute to the WIA. So now the WIA has a new manager. While Mal is not an amateur, he comes with a background and experience, including experience as the executive officer of a not-for-profit industry association and briefly the WIA that is totally relevant. Our object has been for the WIA to be seen as a truly effective advocate for amateur radio and to provide services for members that make it attractive to be a member and to be seen as an effective organisation without conflict. We will never be able to do the many things that are part of the WIA without the support of many dedicated and skilled amateurs and volunteers. But the heart of the organisation must be an administration that is effective, efficient, responsive and friendly. 
we believe that Mao will be a meaningful part of that administrative heart. So let us all welcome Mal Brooks and wish him the very best in his new role. From the WIA News Hub in Hobart and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. In the Hobart studios of the WIA National News, this is Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey with Hams Across Australia. VK2, the next meeting of the Illawarra Amateur Radio Society will be held at Industry World of Spring Hill Road, Coniston, on Tuesday the 9th of March at 7.30pm. Max VK2 ARZ will give a talk on audio quality and your signal. Get along and have a coffee, a bicky and a good rag chew after the meeting. All visitors are most welcome. VK3, the annual Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group Ham Fest sale is on today, Sunday the 28th of February 2010 at the Hillsville Memorial Hall, Maroondah Highway. VK4, Q News, Clareview Gathering. The Clareview Gathering is a yearly event where radio amateurs meet at a spot on the coast between Rockhampton and Mackay to relax, talk radio, re-establish acquaintances and participate in the world-renowned Saturday Night Mega Auction. It is also one of the main revenue raisers for the Rockhampton and District Amateur Radio Club and the Mackay Amateur Radio Club. It happens during the VK4 long weekend of the 1st and 2nd of May. For further details, contact email vk4by at wia.org.au. And the Gold Coast Radio Club are holding a general meeting Saturday 6th of March and they look forward to as many as possible attending and to organise some activities for the coming months. And down to VK7. Once there was Carnivale... Then Festivale, now there's Penguinale. The Penguin Lions Club in northwest Tasmania is holding a community fun day, Sunday the 7th of March at Hiscott Park in Penguin. Celebrating the penguinness of Penguin, there will be games for the kids, a Penguin Performs Talent Quest, Penguinalia Displays, Penguin Polish Car and Bike Displays, a model boat regatta, Devonshire tea, hot food and refreshments and penguins on the air because Amateur Radio will be there. Winston VK7 Echo Mike will be operating throughout the day, portable from near the windmill beside the lake and frequently calling on 7090, 14190 and 28490 kHz. Operating times are from 2300 to 0500 UTC. Listen out and join the fun. Reist Presentation Nights. The Radio and Electronics Association of Southern Tasmania's AGM was last weekend and we have a new committee who are reinvigorating our presentation event nights. Starting with a presentation from Richard VK7RO who experimented with receiving antennas for 7 MHz. And these trials were mostly conducted at the domain clubrooms and provided some entertaining exercise for the Wednesday afternoon group as they hauled wires through the bush. 
This Wednesday, the 3rd of March at 8pm at the Domain Club Rooms is when the talk takes place. See you there and watch the Reist website as other exciting presentations, visits and events appear over the next few weeks. And it's 73 from Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the following areas of southwestern New South Wales, it can be heard on VK2RWG in Wagga Wagga on 146.750, VK2RGF in the Murrumbidgee Irrigation Area on 146.850, VK2RTD in the Tumut District on 146.800 and on Node 6260. Listen in at 1000 hours Sundays or 19.30 hours on Tuesdays. I'm John, VK2YW. The Wireless Institute of Australia paves the way for new amateurs to our bands. Education, youth and advancement of amateur radio. I'm James, VK6NAH. Over to VK3. ARCS Academy will be conducting a regulations course over the weekend of the 27th till the 28th of March and the venue will be the Wordware Proprietary Limited Level 1, 321, White Horse Road, Nunna Wadding. The course is free of charge. Just email vk3ark at wia.org.au. The course will run at 9.13am till 3pm on Saturday and 10am till 2pm on Sunday. VK4. Living around the Gold Coast? If you'd like to upgrade from standard to advanced, then please contact Roy, VK4IG, by telephone 5539 3530. He needs at least 10 participants to get the course underway. VK6. Over to Western Australia. If you're interested in becoming an amateur in WA, Ham College are looking for candidates for their next foundation course due to be held on the 20th till the 21st of March. Ham College welcomes any licence upgrades as well the following week. If you want to join in, please contact the Ham College website to register your interest. The address is www.hamcollege.com.au. VK7. If you're a non-amateur or shortwave listener living in the northwest or west coast of Tasmania and would like to become a licensed amateur radio operator, then get along to a CCARC meeting to find out more about this interesting hobby. If you cannot make a meeting but would like to find out more about the hobby, then contact the learning facilitator Keith Winkler, VK7KW, or any of the committee members. Full contact details are available when you visit the club pages on the WIA website, which is wia.org.au. Visit VK7 Clubs and look for CCARC Tasmania. Radio in your inbox. VK1WIA. Now podcasting to the world. International news now with thanks to the RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, and ZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Wellington Amateur Radio Expo 10. The combined Wellington Amateur Radio Expo Committee advises that the annual Wellington Region Expo, Expo 10, is to be held Saturday, March 27, at the Knox Church Hall in High Street, Lower Hutt, New Zealand. February 19, radio amateurs in Iceland were granted temporary experimental access to 70 MHz and 500 kHz. 
Licensees holding N and G class licences can apply to the Icelandic Post and Telecom Administration for a special permit valid until the end of the year giving access to 70 to 70.2 megahertz and access as secretary is secondary with a 100 watt power output limit and a maximum bandwidth of 16 kilohertz. Permits also available for the 493 to 510 kilohertz band. Only A1A mode is allowed with up to 100 watts. Echoes of Apollo, Earth Moon Earth 2010 or World Moon Bounce Day, scheduled for the weekend of April 16, 17 and 18. International Marconi Day, the 23rd International Marconi Day, takes place April the 24th and although not a contest, awards can be obtained. For a station to be counted towards an award by applicants, that station must be registered by contacting the webmaster by email. That address? webmaster at gb4imd.org.uk prior to the event with full details of the station that you'll be working. In order to qualify as an award station, operations should take place from a site that either used Marconi equipment prior to his death in 37 or from which Marconi carried out experiments during the same period. And missing person. Police in the United Kingdom have been searching for a missing radio amateur. The Tamworth Herald reports that police are appealing for help in tracing 43-year-old David Salisbury, who has a ham radio licence M3FDZ. He has not been seen since Friday, January 29. M3FDZ is a member of Tamworth Amateur Radio Club in the UK, and they're also very concerned about his welfare. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Adelaide, it is relayed on 6 metres on 53.1 MHz AM at 0900 hours Central Standard Time. I'm Ben, VK5, Bravo Bravo. Believe it or not, this story from our weird and wonderful file. Aviators have Morse code all tied up. How? Well, you might ask. Well, it's a necktie that has the code printed on it. Presumably pilots can check their tie if they're a bit rusty on the code and want to verify what beacon they're receiving. Now, these beacons transmit a two- to five-letter call sign at five words per minute. Let's hope the coffee stains do not obliterate too many dits and ahs. This has been VK2FJL reporting for the VK1WAA National News on behalf of Westlake's Amateur Radio Club Incorporated. From the WIA News Hub in Melbourne and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Remembering the unit men. Hello, I'm Jim Linton, VK3PC, with another in a series of brief looks at those who made discoveries and have their names as units of measurement. Scottish-born Alexander Graham Bell is best known for the first practical telephone. A strong influence on him was that both his mother and wife were deaf. That led to research on hearing and speech, engaging in the emerging art and science of elocution. A book about electromagnetism and electricity inspired him, setting the scene for his later work on a speaking telegraph, the telephone. Bell moved to Quebec, Canada with his family and in 1871 relocated to Boston to teach deaf children. He overturned the notion of the era in North America that people who could not hear had no place in normal society. 
He was then appointed as Professor of Vocal Physiology and Allocution at the Boston University, while still maintaining his experimental telegraph work after hours. Apart from the telephone, he achieved breakthroughs later in life in optical telecommunications, hydrofoils and aeronautics. In 1917, he foreshadowed the greenhouse effect and global warming. The logarithmic measurement of sound has the international unit of the bell, which is too large for practical use, resulting in one-tenth of a bell or a decibel being commonly used. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Operational news, I'm Felix VK4FUQ. Special events and on-air contest column, Dateline 2010. March 13 and 14, RSGB Commonwealth Contest, BEIU. March 20 and 21, WIA John Moyle Field Day. April 30 to May 6, Westlake CQ Repeater Contest. May 8, WIA VK Trans-Tasman 80 metres phone. NERG's VK3 C&E Field Station will be portable on Mount Macedon for the John Moyle Memorial National Field Day Contest. Setup begins on Friday afternoon with contest runs midday Saturday to midday Sunday. This national field day covers all bands except 10, 18 and 24 MHz with emphasis on portable operation. Categories for single or multi-operator, home stroke portable, HF stroke VHF plus stroke all bands. All Australian, Papua New Guinea and New Zealand amateurs may compete. Rules and last minute changes at www.wia.org.au Special event calls, repeater, beacon, DX and net advice. EI2 GBW Ireland to Great Britain Ferry Celebrations ends March 31. GB2 EI Great Britain to Ireland Ferry Celebrations ends March 31. New D-Star repeater for the Geelong area. Nick VK3BA says a new 70cm D-Star repeater has been established in Geelong. The call sign of this repeater is VK3RNP-B. It has an output of 438.175 MHz with a negative 5.4 MHz offset. Whilst an internet gateway connection to this DCL repeater hasn't yet been established, it is anticipated that this will be completed in coming months. Nick VK3BA invites all D-Star operators travelling through the Geelong area to make use of this new repeater. Further information and updates can be acquired by visiting Nick's webpage. Northern Ireland has its first D-Star hotspot. Belfast Simplex node MB6NI. A hotspot provides access onto the D-Star network and MB6NI is located in Carrickfergus and was a project of GEARS to get more D-Star access in the Greater Belfast, Belfast Low areas. The spot is run by Brian GI6DKQ and the plan is to try and get more amateur radio clubs or individuals to put up their own spot and create a hotspot network covering Northern Ireland. Special event stations. The 75th anniversary of the Daventry experiment by Sir Robert Watson Watt, which led to the birth of British radar as his team at Bordesley developed the Vital Chain Home Radar System for the RAF, and many others is said to be marked by a trio of special event stations over this weekend, 26 to the 28th of February. GB75BRS will be on the air from Bordesley Manor on HF, 6 metres and VHF, operating CW, SSV and possibly some digital modes. GB75RDF and GB0RDF will be on the air from the ex-BBC mast at Daventry. GB75CH will be on the air from the chain home mast at Great Baddow. 
Details of these special event stations are available on qrz.com. Now details of a friendly 40 meter net on 7.098 MHz every afternoon starting at 0600 hours UTC or 4pm local VK4 time. It's a small net where we discuss everything from technical stuff to the weather and everything in between, but especially technical discussion. And all amateurs are quite welcome to call in and say good day, starting at 0600 hours UTC on 7.098 MHz. First South Africa, Terry Union, 70cm QSO. Wednesday, 10 February, Derek Rabbit, ZS5Y in Scottburg, and Phil Monden, FR5DN, completed the first ever reunion to South Africa QSO on 70cm over a distance of 2655 kilometres. The contact was made using JT65B. After that, Derek and Phil made an SSB QSO as well with signal reports of 4 and 1 and 5 and 5. Geopark Weekend This year's Geopark Communication Weekend takes place over the weekend of 22 May and 23 May. Radio stations from around the world will be exchanging greetings over the airwaves with radio operators operating special event stations from geoparks, of which there are 53 parks of the status worldwide. Awards, some VK7 awards now. The Tassie Devil Award is available for any amateur who meet the following requirements. HF in Australia, 50 contacts. In Oceania and Antarctica, 30 contacts. In North America and Asia, 20 contacts. Europe and South America, 10 contacts. In Africa, 7 contacts. On VHF UHF you need 20 VK7 stations with at least one contact made in each of the southern, northern and northwestern regions. Repeaters may be utilised. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. For the eighth consecutive year, Tom Medlin, W5KUB and his crew of video enthusiasts will be webcasting the Dayton Hamvention. The live broadcast starts at approximately 1300 hours UTC on 13th of May and continues through the 17th of May over TomW5KUB.com's website. The webcast begins and ends in Tom's driveway in Cordova, Tennessee and includes a scenic trip from Cordova to Dayton. And as last year, Tom plans on giving away prizes to some who tune in. The W5KUB.com website is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week and 52 weeks a year for you to enjoy. Tom invites everyone to drop by, spend a few minutes and say hello online. And for more about Tom and his live roving webcast, look at his profile on qrz.com. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio, ALARA, the Australian Ladies IR Association. South East Queensland ladies, listen up. The ALARA luncheon is being held at the Boardwalk Tavern on Hope Island from 11.30am on Saturday the 6th of March 2010 and all ALARA members and OMs are invited to attend. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. The AMSAT UK Fun Cube CubeSat project is intended for launch into a low Earth orbit. It's designed to carry a 70cm to 2m linear transponder for SSBCW, along with a beacon carrying telemetry and data for educational demonstration from space. It's expected to be completed by UK Autumn 2010. 
In addition to the satellite, the project includes the development of a simple receivers and display software for use at schools. It's an inverting linear transponder. Uplink 435.080 to 435.060 MHz. Downlink 145.960 to 145.980 MHz. And the beacon 145.995 MHz CW and BPSK. Further information on this exciting UK amateur satellite project can be found on the FunCube website. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Thank you, Robert. The end of WIA National News in this, the centenary year of the WIA, the year 2010. On the social scene in March, March 14, VK3, Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club White Elephant Sale. March 14 in VK6, 100 years of the WIA, plus Ham Heaven official opening. March 21, VK7, Meet the Voice Barbecue at Ross in VK7. And moving forward to April 2, Midland Amateur Radio Club's Radio, Electronic and Astronomy Expo. That venue is still to be advised. April 2 in VK3. I'm Graham VK4BB. As we leave you this week, don't forget something interests you as a ham radio operator. Other people will probably be interested, so write it out. Don't send us the URLs, just write it out as you would expect us to read it and send us the script. Better still, send us the script and voice. Just send us an MP3, and when you send the MP3, make sure you do put in the title, in that file title, your own call sign, and instead of emailing it, put it straight up on the WIA website. All details on wia.org.au. Till next week, when the VK2WI gang are along with the news, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.